In this episode, Volpe returns to chat with me about Orange is the New Black, WWE, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, X-Men Apocalypse, Streaming Failures, Supergirl's Superman, and Arrow fifth season casting news. All this and more on the Geek Generation. Everybody, welcome to the Geek Generation. I'm your host, Rob Logan, joined in the studio by the returning Michael Volpe. I am alive. He's alive and here. Yes, contrary yes. to popular belief. <laughs> the reports of his demise. Yeah, but I'm here. I've been greatly excited. And it was nice to hear that people missed me. They did. I was surprised. I got many messages. I didn't think people would really like care about the co-hosts coming in and out. With you hosting the show, it'd, it'd be totally different that you were like, oh, crap, I have something to do. I need you guys to record. Yeah, which has never happened. No. But I don't know if I could deal with the show going out without me on it. No, I know. <laughs> it's your baby. Yeah. But I didn't realize that the listeners really were invested in each of us that much. Well, yeah. You were, for the longest time, the most consistent yeah. co-host. Well, and I w- can still be. It's that fucking life. <laughs> Pardon the F-bomb, but I'm back. Pardon yeah. the F-bomb. When have we ever pardoned F-bombs? Know. Just in case. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe there's younger listeners now. It's just been, uh, you know, New Year started and uh, they went off. The year started great and then you got through, I don't know, when was the last time I was here? Like February? Yeah. You've been on like one show all this year, year, which right. is crazy. It was just issues with staffing. It's just been, and, and I sit and I go, do I hire new people or do I just take the hours myself and get more done? Mm-hmm. And that's what I went with. Yeah. So, and but, it's got to be done every now and then. It does. I mean, starting next week, we had an issue with health, major health issue with one, the lady who opens, she had to have surgery and ended up being out for an extra week. Oh, wow. Which has been rough the last couple of weeks. But starting next week, things lighten up and then I'm free pretty much every other Saturday afternoon moving forward. Fantastic. So I've altered the schedules a bit just so I can try to have a day with Ashley in autumn, a day to get up here and record with you. Mm-hmm. And then throughout the week, I have a couple hours to myself where I can sit and like at least play Fallout or try to watch something or like, decompress have... a little. Exactly. Or take the dog for a walk. The poor dog more than anything. That, yeah. That's been the most neglected thing about all of this. Like, yeah. I had no time to take the dog for a walk or do stuff with her. She's going to be 14. You know, we're, we're, yeah, we're she's on, getting up there. We're getting that close to that borrowed time. <laughs> like, although the dog acts like a puppy still, there's no difference between six months old and 14 years old. Yeah. But still, like, yeah. I just got to make I'm trying to make it so that I have time to do at least something with each like you and then Ashley and then the dog. Oh, I'm part of the pyramid, I'm part of the, the, the triangle, the, the, the triangle. <laughs> <laughs> well, but, we appreciate you being here. Yeah. I know the fans appreciate it. They were asking. It's about good you. to be. It's nice to get out of Westerly. Yeah. So. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I had the trip with Ashley to Disney World mm-hmm. and no joke. Had I had. Book, had I booked that vacation one or two weeks past when I did, mm-hmm. I don't know that I would have been able to go. Oh, right. Because everything because literally of... I came back and the next day it was when both staff members went, oh, starting in a couple days, this and that. And I'm like, right. What if I had booked the trip? Like, what would have happened? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, you can't like rescind all that. And... Right. I would have been like, great. Now. Now what do I do? murder myself <laughs> sorry gym's closed for two weeks yeah that's it done well at least it all kind of worked out yeah 
things will get better once we get through the summer. Yeah. It'll lighten back up and then this no, we're not playing this game anymore. <laughs> it's just the issue too is like they ask for time off and I never say no either. Right. Like I sit and go, Great, I'll cancel my plans because you know, I don't know why. I don't know. I don't. Other is this you how business? Learn how to say no. But sometimes I don't know. Is this what business owners do, or do they say no to their employees? Like well, I imagine bigger, like McDonald's, Burger King, Walmart, Target. That like, yeah, big companies go. Nope, sorry, you can't have time off. Well, they're all paid hourly, right? Yeah. So it's really up to your discretion because there's no set amount of time. But if you set some guidelines, well, they're so they're they're supposed to tell me four to five weeks in advance mm-hmm. that they need time off. Well, then well, I've had some issues where it's like literally, hey, I need next week. Yeah. What? In that like, case, like stay strict to your policy. Yeah. Be like, this hard. is the policy. I'm sorry. No, but no one will respect the policy if you don't. Right. I guess it comes down to that fear of if I say no, what if they turn around and quit? Then you hire someone else. Yeah. You'll find more people. Oh, Everyone right. wants work. Oh, you know what the funny I'll thing is? I'll start driving down. <laughs> it seems like everybody is hiring now. Yeah. I don't know if it – I don't think it's a summer thing, but I'm seeing coffee shops and, like, restaurants and just bigger businesses. Everybody's got signs out that they're hiring. Yeah. I don't know why people can't find a job. Everybody seems to be hiring now. There At are jobs. Like there retail are. jobs. Yeah, absolutely. There's stuff. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Thanks but, again. yeah, yeah. Stay strict to your policy. If you respect it, other people respect it, and then – and then it all works out. Yeah. And then I can have a life. Yeah, that'd be nice, I'm sure. I almost <laughs> I almost had to put my GPS on. I almost forgot how to get here. <laughs> it's been that long. Damn. All right. So, well, since I know it's been so long, I yeah. know that you have a lot to talk about for sure. Sure. Uh, so let's jump right into our geek outs. Yay! What are you geeking out over? Uh, well, Orange is the New Black Season 4 mm-hmm. just released on Amazon. Uh, and the other seasons have been great. Season two was like, okay. Three. Is that an Amazon show or a Netflix show? I'm sorry, show? Netflix. Okay, Netflix. just checking. Season four, well, season three left off in a spot like, oh, man, what are they going to do? Mm-hmm. Like, Because it's a prison show. I mean, there's no spoiler here, but they're able to get, they, they found a way outside the gates by accident. And Eventually, all, you have to change all, the scenery. Yeah, and so it just ends like that. And I'm like, well. Like, a, like if you're the guard's going to shoot him, like it was just like a weird thing, especially since this show is based. I don't know how strictly it's based on real events. OK, but the first episode is like fantastic. It's mm. probably one of the best episodes of the entire show. Like wow. They just come back full force and it's just really well done. It's a really, really good show. Like, if you're not watching it, you should. Because it's what's I nice. am not. <laughs> it's a binge. It's something you can binge watch. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's tough. I still, I'm ha- still having trouble with shows that are an hour long because mm-hmm. they're an hour long without commercial breaks. Right. So it's a lot of material to absorb. Right. So it's not like 44 minutes. It's more like no, closer like to an hour. Something minutes. Is, is this a half hour show? No. Oh, okay. no. It's, it's a full hour. hour. Okay. It's just tough. Because it, it's a lot, like I said, it's a lot of information, a lot of multiple storylines to kind of take in. Mm-hmm. When you have the commercials, there's a break. They don't have to put that much material out. Right. The the hour shows are, are rough. But that's just me. But often like a better my, quality. Oh, much better. Yeah. yeah. There's so much character development going on, and you really become addicted to certain characters, or you, you kind of, what's the word? Uh, you get attached. You get attached to them. Yeah. So, And then you see some of them die, and this and that, and the other thing. But... uh Definitely a good show. And they probably have like 10 episode seasons, roughly. That's kind of the standard 10 to 12. Oh, what are they doing? Yeah, it's 12 or 13. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I think Daredevil, Jessica Jones were the same way, like 13. 
I tried watching. God, it's been a while. I watched the first few episodes of Jessica Jones, and mm-hmm. my life got crazy. I, there's so many shows that I started to watch on Netflix <laughs> and Amazon and have not finished. Yeah, but I'm also scared to watch some new shows because I go, "Am I gonna?" We've talked about it before. Am I gonna get burnt? Like, am I gonna watch a new show and get invested into it, mm-hmm. and then there's not gonna be another season? Because it is somewhat heartbreaking. You yeah, watch this yeah. show and you're excited to see where it goes, and then you get nothing. Shows that are often on the fence, I won't start watching for a while, like Limitless mm-hmm. on uh, CBS. Yeah. That's been canceled after the first season. Did it get canceled? It did get I canceled. watched the first episode. That was based on the, the, movie. the Bradley Cooper movie. I had heard it's a really good and show. It was too. in the first episode. Mm-hmm. And I watched it. I'm like, oh, this is really good. And then I just ran out of, you know, again, I sit and I go, do I want to play Fallout 4 for an hour? Right. Or do I want to watch a show for an hour? Right. I'm going to play Fallout. Do something a little more active. Yeah, but it's there's a lot out there to watch. I still haven't watched. I, I didn't see the second half of the last season of The Walking Dead. Wow, still haven't watched it. That surprised. I me. missed the first two episodes, and I said I'm just gonna have to catch it when it's and wow, I don't have time. So I got that's figure, how busy you are. That's the real. That is, do, <laughs> do you guys understand factor. now how busy? <laughs> but it's good because business is better than it's been so Fantastic. it's working but i'm trying to step back now. sure sure uh but i have been catching up on wwe have you mm-hmm. watched it all uh only nxt and i'm still probably behind like a half a year oh like i'm way behind <laughs> yeah yeah i'm i'm like a half a year behind on nxt yeah. i'm almost a year behind on at midnight oh i'm so wow yeah but i watch a ridiculous amount of things the uh the product has gotten a lot better. Yeah. A lot better. See, that's something that scares me to reinvest in because there's such a time commitment in it because it's so many hours a week. It is. And WrestleMania was, I don't know, it's medi- right. mediocre yeah, at best. Right. But it seemed like things changed almost the night after. I don't know. Something changed backstage. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it was Vince giving Triple H and Stephanie more control mm-hmm. and stepping back and going, let's see what you guys can do. But there was just this feeling, and it's continued, hmm. bringing Shane back and having him on. And it's, uh, I think that role of Shane coming out going, hey, I have control again, is really kind of what's happening backstage, but with Triple H. Okay. Uh, because it's different. NXT guys are being called up. Yep. There's so much. The storylines are just better. They're the doing wrestling a brand split again, right? Yeah. In July, they're splitting Raw and SmackDown again. Hmm. Well, at least that way, if I wanted to watch, I'm not committing to both necessarily. But the thing that sucks is I often like different people on each show, so I have to lose some. But I think they're going to do it right. Mm. When did they did this in what? The mid 2000s? The brand split? Was it like something like that? Something like that. So I won't bore. I know the rest of the fans don't really care for wrestling that much, but I won't bore them with history. But we do. So you're going to sit through it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But I think. They learned a lot. Yeah. And I think this time it's going to be a lot better. You're not going to see the crossovers. There's really going to be a split. Mm. And they're going to do things different. They have to. And they then SmackDown's also going live. SmackDown's going live on. So you got on wrestling Tuesday on nights. Mondays. You got wrestling live Tuesday. And you got NXT on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. And then they're done. It's almost nice. You're going to go Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. And you spend the rest of the week doing whatever right, else you want. Right. Which is kind of cool. But NXT is still really good. It's interesting, though, because NXT is basically becoming TNA the way it should have been done. Mm. Like, a lot of TNA guys are being brought over and showing I've up now. I've seen that, yeah. You're going to see more. There's yeah. so many more Bobby Roode and this and that. Like, oh, wow. Guys that were in TNA, you went, wow, these guys, like, why is WWE not picking these guys up? Mm-hmm. And now they are. And you've so you're going to have Raw, you're going to have SmackDown, which are 
the new and older guys plus the NXT guys brought up. Now you're seeing a new phase of NXT, which is pretty much TNA guys being groomed and trained properly. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be it's it's nice. Like it really is feeling like I think next year's WrestleMania is just going to blow away the last, you know, who knows, five, ten of them. Like, wow, it, they're really building up. And there's a lot of rumors that like Kurt Angle could be coming back and oh my to God. manage some new guy. There's a tag team. American Alpha. Yeah, that are like, come on, you bring him back to manage them. Yeah. I know. As soon as the name came up, American Alpha, I was yeah. like, oh, this is just yeah. ripe for the this picking. This is Kurt Angle all day. It is. And they're good. They are. But the Dudley boys are back. Mm-hmm. And you can see that they're just working with the guys. It's just the product overnight just changed. Hmm. And then what they're doing with Brock, letting Brock go fight in the UFC next month. That's shocking to me. That is. I thought he couldn't anymore. I think Vince. Like physically. I didn't uh, think it was a contract thing. I thought um, he had the stomach problem. uh, Oh, God. What's it called? Diverticulitis or something. Something happened with his intestines. Okay. Which required him to step back and take time to heal. That was why he couldn't fight properly. He wasn't healing. And then there was a whole kind of all issues. But, uh. Who knows what went on backstage, but they've, they're allowing – either way, it's a win for WWE. Sure. It's attention. Whether he wins or loses. Right. If he loses, he comes back a couple weeks later on Raw, and now you can have somebody step up and go, see, you're not unstoppable, and I'm going to take you down too. Or he comes back after winning. And he's even more of a and beast. And now he's even more of a beast and just sure. destroys whoever. Yeah. You know? could have gone either way. So – I mean that'll that'll it's in for UFC now. All the wrestling fans are going to tune in and watch. Yeah, but what's funny? I gotta feel bad. It's like Brock Lesnar wrestled in WWE, left the WWE, won in UFC, mm-hmm. was champion, comes back, is going back, and CM Punk still hasn't fought. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see him fight. It's That's like true. All this is happening. There's still no CM Punk on UFC. That's true. But. He had an injury, too. That was like a shoulder thing, right? Did he? Oh, I don't know. I think so. I haven't followed him much. Oh, okay. Uh, I, I, I get little snippets of stuff here and there, but. Yeah. And the women's wrestling is just back to the woman's title. No more of this diva crap. Right. They really. Oh, yeah. They took all the, all the girls that are on like the diva show on E. Right. They're not even on TV anymore. That's awesome. They literally just took them and went, we'll keep you on house shows and you're going to be good for TV. And we're going to take the girls who can really wrestle. And put it's almost going back towards that era where you had Trish and Lita. Like mm-hmm. these girls are wrestling and it's entertaining. That's fantastic. Uh, they, I really think Triple H is pulling the strings because, and if that is it, then Vince stepped down because let's do like he's going to make it what it was in 98, 99, 2000. You know, it's going to come back and, and be huge again. Don't tempt me, Volpe. Don't tempt me. <laughs> uh, now, this one might surprise you, but the Ninja Turtle movie, the second yeah. one. Did you see it? No. You didn't see it? Not yet. Okay. Better than the first. They definitely okay. learned from mistakes. Good. They made the turtles. Each one is more like they should be. Okay. And there's the whole storyline is being brothers and mm. like being a team, which is what they were in the cartoons sure. and the other movies. And then even Shredder, like all the characters that they brought in were like really well done. Hmm. Like Bebop and Rocksteady could have been a little better, but they, I think they did the best that they could. Okay. So it gives me hope that in, like, I feel like they had Krang in it Mm -hmm. and it was, he was well done just like it was in the cartoon. And I'm just thinking like, I really hope that wherever they go with the third one, they do the dimensions thing. Because what do oh, we Dimension want? X. We yeah. want to see the turtles from the 90s, the suits, to have the turtle CGI 
in the same screen as bringing back the turtle like to do the dimensions where you, oh, get you want like that multiple, uh, multiple trying of the to destroy the turtles in multiple dimensions yeah, yeah. because they could bring him back in sure like, that would be really cool it'd be a reason to ditch the look of these turtles and get us other it, ones it could be yeah it could be but it was better much better than the first more fun more fun yeah 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 definitely. worth seeing in the theater uh, or can the, i wait uh, wait yeah you don't if you haven't seen it at this point okay uh the only real complaint was april o'neill still she's not megan fox megan fox is not gonna ever nail this character and we have to just accept that and really casey jones why did they steven amell uh, yeah it's not him like he oh it's just kind of a was, wasted i mean it wasn't his acting or anything but it was what they how they made him portray the character okay he had the ma- hockey mask on for two seconds and then it's off and it's just the character itself was not the Casey Jones from the original movies hit the character much better. Sure. But I you know, they put him in for a face for the girls to go, you know. Right, yeah. They can't him. they can't put in Stephen Amell and then put a mask over his face. But uh those are the only two real complaints. Okay. Everything else was well done. I think you'll enjoy it more than you did the first. I would hope so, because I really didn't like the first. Yeah. Um so I signed up there's a lot of like rewards credit cards. Mm-hmm. So I just wanted to I've been using one from IHG. So they partnered with like uh, so the listeners that that travel will like this if they don't use one. Like Marriott has one, they have one. Uh, it's with Holiday Inns, Crown Plaza, Candlewood Suites. So there's a bunch of them. So if you travel around, you become a member. It's free, mm-hmm. and you get points, and the points build up towards free rooms okay. or discounted rooms or whatever. But it's not just that they do airlines, they do car rental, they do uh, restaurants in the local area. You show your, or you link your debit card is to this your account. Different than the other rewards program you told us about before. I don't. Yes, I think oh, okay. so. Yeah, I had one and I never used it. Oh, all right. There's multiple that I just never used, but this one just is expanded and and it's it's awesome. Mm-hmm. Like I opened up, I said I go use my debit card for everything. That's a smart move because when that accidentally gets hacked, you know what I mean, like at a gas station right, or something. Right. So I got the credit card through them, and they, they give you enough points that you can literally just go away for like two days hmm. and just stay at a hotel for two days. So between that and gas, groceries, all that stuff, totally worth it. Totally worth getting. Nice. It's free. But I know some listeners probably travel. Even you, with the amount of you're going here, there. I have been recently. I use uh, like my credit card. I have a reward system on it already, mm-hmm. where I can redeem for any number of things. I almost oh. always use it for cash. Yeah. Like I'll get cash back. Oh, uh, right. And that, and you can do anything with the cash basically. Uh, but I am part of a hotel system, choice hotels. They allow me to, uh, accumulate points mm-hmm. for booking hotel rooms within their system and everything. With you said the choice hotels? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's there, days in comfort in comfort in. Yeah. 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 There's a whole bunch of them. That's why you always book comfort mm-hmm. in New York. Yeah. Oh, that explains and it. it's one of the cheaper ones that we generally stay at. But I'm actually doing something different for San Diego this year. For the first time, I'm trying out Airbnb. What's that? It's kind of like air the, bre- bed and breakfast. That's what it stands for. The uh, the best way to describe it is like the Uber of hotels. Really? Like in Uber, you would hit a yeah. button and then you get a car come to you. Airbnb, like I could be an Airbnb. If I designated one of my rooms to oh. be a private room in here and yep. then rent it. I mean, I can't under my leasing agreement for the apartment. So if you owned a house. But if you owned a house, let's say you have an extra room yeah. and you want to make it an Airbnb room, you can put it online. You set up a profile. You take photos of it, just like a hotel would. 
all this stuff, and then uh, you set whatever your price point is, you get the majority of the money that the person is using to book and stay, and then Airbnb gets a little percentage, which is how they keep their website running. But it's dramatically cheaper than yeah. hotels. And Jeez. sometimes, like let's say you're going on vacation for a week, you could rent out your entire place for the week. While you're gone. And someone could stay there. Jeez. So if I wanted to search for an apartment to have just by myself, mm-hmm. I could do that. But the the money I'm saving with it is ridiculous. Like my flights came to roughly 600-ish dollars, which is common for flying to and from San Diego. Uh, But normally the hotel, like we're staying Thursday to Sunday. That's three nights, four days. And generally you pay something like 250 a night. Mm -hmm. So you're talking like $900. Yeah, roughly. I'm staying in a room at somebody's uh, apartment within a larger like apartment structure, and I'm paying three hundred and forty dollars for the entire stay. Jeez, for myself and for Matt West coming no with kidding. me. Yeah. Oh, he's going instead. He is. Of, oh, he God, is. I'm glad you. So we have we have a a room to ourselves with our own bathroom. We each have a separate twin bed. And nice. uh, because this is an apartment complex, like one of the things I was really concerned about is with a lot of Airbnbs, you can't just leave your luggage like a hotel because when your time's up, your time's up. This is not this person's business. It's their house. Right. And they have a life outside of it. So they're not like mm. that's not one of the policies of Airbnb. Uh, but this couple that we're staying with are part of a bigger apartment complex. So there is a floor on the bottom level that has a lobby because it is that kind of thing. And yeah. I can leave my baggage there and pick it up on my way back to go to the airplane and everything when we're leaving, even though we're checking out at like 11 in the morning, we're yeah. taking like a nine o'clock flight home. And all the time there, our baggage will be there. Plus we have access to a gym while we're there cool. because it's an apartment complex. So all the apartment complex stuff, we still have access to, but we're not even going to be there. That That's often. amazing that the apartment complex will allow for this. Yeah. Cause now you have people who aren't, they're just coming in and out. Right, right. But that's awesome. Yeah. And these places are... Look, and look at what this is We're done. within like two and a half miles of the convention center. So you just take an Uber over or something. Yeah. Or we probably could even cost just you 10 walk. Bucks. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Uber's awesome. Yeah, it is. So it's the Uber of hotels. I like that. It is. But is it, really it, cool. there, there is like kind of a trust system and stuff. Like people leave yeah, reviews you don't and build a reputation. You know? <laughs> and yeah, yeah. But uh, it's I mean, with how little we're actually going to be yeah. in our hotel room, I, I and you message the person too when you apply because they mm-hmm. have to accept you. Oh yeah, yeah. as being able to stay yeah, because there as they well. They don't know who they're renting their house exactly. Out to. So Jeez. I I laid out what I was. I was like, I'm a journalist and I'm going to San Diego Comic Con and uh, I just need a. I basically need a place to sleep and leave my bags because that's pretty much it. We're gonna be at the convention the entire weekend. So and they were cool with it. Yeah, that's awesome. Yep, very cool. Uh. Sorry, that turned out into like no, one of my no. hangouts. <laughs> hey, hey, it works. Yeah. Uh, they at E3 they started talking. I guess they released mods now for yes. Fallout. Yep. Fallout. I 4. haven't downloaded any yet. I did beat the game finally. Okay. Kind of. I mean, I beat the kind main of. story, okay. which was awesome. Like you really gotta. I know you don't have a lot of time. You gotta play this. Like it. It's. Good. I will get to it eventually. It is. Good. It won't be New Vegas. I will get no. to it eventually. Well, you haven't bought it yet, have you? No. Okay. No, so it's not New Vegas. <laughs> no, yet. not yet. Already... I'm not going to buy it until I'll probably buy it by the time the like game of the year edition or yeah. full edition comes out. I am just like 
I never really understood mods. I thought it was like you showed me the one for Skyrim with the Macho Man mm-hmm. dragon. So I'm like thinking that's what it is. Yeah. I didn't think people did serious stuff with it because I, I don't play computer games. Mm-hmm. But like just the one thing that have impressed me and I'm probably going to download. There's a mod for Fallout that changes the, the look of the game mm-hmm. so that when you come out of the vault, it's been 200 years. Theoretically, the grass is probably grown back so it does this layover of grass and like the shrubs have grown and Hmm. like vines are all over buildings so instead of it looking just burnt out and destroyed Mm -hmm. the the i guess greenery or whatever the everything has grown back and just grown over everything so it's a little more colorful and a little more super green and like foresty looking which Mm. you watch you go this isn't fallout somebody said it or makes them feel more like it's uh that game the last of us okay so it's got this look of just the lot humans have been destroyed. Right. But we're not right. building anything anymore. And everything has just grown over. And the buildings have vines up them and there's they've made it so that there's uh grass growing in the streets. Mm-hmm. So you don't really get the layout of the streets. It's more of like you're walking through fields and everything and the buildings are just there. Like that just changes the whole way maybe you play the game. The right, whole feel right. of the game is different now. Well, yeah, you're changing the environment, so you're changing the kind yeah. of overall tone and vibe of it. The only thing I don't understand is if when you download the mod, does that – you have to start a new game? No. Or does that get implemented into the game you're Generally, it gets playing? implemented in. So once it's in, is it in? And you can't go back to the original – it like, depends on the mod. Uh, with console, I think it's going to be very simplistic where you could put it in and take it off, okay. especially a graphical overlay. That, that could be turned on and off fairly okay. easy. Uh, but – on the computer, sometimes they're like, I'm playing Skyrim now mm-hmm. and I'm using a bunch of mods for that. There are some that require extra scripts that implement themselves into the game. And once you save it, it then needs some of that stuff from your save game. Mm-hmm. So you can't then pull it out afterwards. Like you have a mod. Did you have a lightsaber? I do. So, but that they, one I could easily take out. Okay. It's just a weapon. And if I pulled it out, it would just give me a generic sword or whatever mm-hmm. instead. So there are, there are a whole bunch of things that I could probably pull right out, no problem. And I'm only okay. using like five or six. Okay. Yeah. But yeah. on a console, it has to be even easier because okay. on a computer, you have more things like the install process can be different. You can do other things that you can't on the console. Mm-hmm. On the console, it has to be like install this mod or delete this mod and that's it. It has to be super simple. Okay. So I don't think you have any worries in that regard. But if you wanted to, you could always, uh, from your current save game, create a separate save game. Yeah. Like just say save as or save into a new yep. save slot and have that one be your mod play and the other one be your basic one. Got it. Yeah, I could. Well, my original save was somehow corrupted. Oh. So I've been playing the game off of quick save. Oh, geez. <laughs> I don't actually have a, like a real save. Wow. It won't let me load it. So. That stinks. Yeah, it does stink. So I guess if I ever start a new game, this game's gone anyway. So, Maybe. Yeah, I'm in trouble. Although you can save to a new save slot, can't you? Every time I do it, just said, and I go to load, it says corrupt. Oh. I don't know if something glitched from the beginning. Weird. But I literally have to just quick save, and then I load the quick save. Hmm. And then that's how I reload the game every time. Wow. But I'm excited about the mods. I'm going to try them out. The game is just so expansive. Yeah. And I still have so many games to play. Yeah. <laughs> I, I had a moment. Uh, that's pretty much my, my Okay. Details. Uh, my geek out is for something that I didn't necessarily want, but I was surprised when I got it. So, um, I was ordering fondant for a cake mm-hmm. that I was making, uh, for my friend Tim's son's birthday. I was making a Baymax cake and covering it in fondant yeah. and everything. 
Uh, so I was buying that from Amazon because fondant can be tricky to find and it's always cheaper on Amazon anyway. Uh, and I needed it within like the next week, but I was trying to be proactive and get it ahead of time. And when I put in my original order, it said it was going to arrive on Saturday. And I knew I was going to be it was the same weekend I was going down to Wizard World, Philadelphia. Mm -hmm. So I didn't order it then because I didn't want it arriving and sitting outside in the heat while I was not home to bring it inside. That would destroy it, right? Probably. I would yeah. think so. so. Maybe not like a normal room temperature, but a hotter, like 90 degree summer temperature yeah. would certainly do some damage. So I held off and I was like, okay, well, I'll order it the next day. And then I went to go order it. And surprisingly, it said, your order is available for new Amazon Sunday delivery. And I was like, that's awesome. I yeah. can get deliveries on Sunday now. But then I was like, damn it. I don't want it to come on Sunday either because right. I'm still not going to be home. <laughs> so I didn't know that they delivered anything on Sunday. Neither did I. Is this new? It must be, at least in my area. It's probably rolled out in other parts of the country here and there, depending on where they can actually do it. But. It wasn't anything that was readily available until now. Because that does suck. You order things. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, great. I'm going to have it in Monday. Yeah. I don't want to wait till Monday. Yeah. I want it now. Yeah. You order something on a Friday, you never get it till Monday. Or luckily on a Saturday once yeah. in a while. But yeah. under that's great. Under normal circumstances, it's like, yay, I can get it on a Sunday. Under this one circumstance, I was like, no, Who's I want it delivering on Monday. Sunday? Then? It might be like a FedEx or okay. a UPS. It's definitely not the post office. Because the post office picked up, I guess UPS was dropping the ball big time. Mm -hmm. At least that's what my the postman says it comes into the gym. Oh, okay. So they took over. They got handed the Amazon account. Oh. Occasionally, uh, depending on where it's coming from, UPS will pick up overflow and stuff, mm -hmm. but the post office is the primary deliver interesting delivery uh service now wow so that's interesting yeah i'm wondering who would have delivered it like i, I kind of want to order something for a sunday and just there's no to extra see who charge comes. it's not like no. hey to get it on sunday it's five bucks nope it was just using my regular prime shipping huh. awesome yeah so i did wait the additional day so it actually come on a monday i but imagine it's probably the post office possibly Normally, the, the post office never does Sundays, though, in general. Yeah. So, I don't know. Maybe they're losing so much money they have to at this point. Maybe. Uh, that's my only giga, though. Hmm. So, not a ton uh, going on right now that I haven't talked about recently. Anyway, so let's jump into freakouts. Oh, freakout! What are you freaking out over? Well, just, I don't get a lot of time to watch TV. But no, <laughs> but uh, Amazon and Netflix, the streaming service. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I feel like they've shifted towards more independent original programming. and original programming mm -hmm. and we're losing. All right. So for some unknown reason, Ashley didn't see Independence Day. And I'm like, I really want to see the second one. Yeah. I haven't seen the first one. I'm like, well, all right. It's not on either service. At the time when Terminator came out was a year or so ago, mm -hmm. she hadn't seen Terminator. Oh, wow. That wasn't on there at the time. Like, the Rocky movies weren't on there. Like, all these classics and then, like, the bigger blockbusters mm -hmm. are just not there. You have to either buy the movie or rent the movie. I'm like, why are, why are they just not? And I'm just watching more of those movies not be there. Mm-hmm. And there's way more original content in independent movies. Yeah. And I'm like, 
Well, I was reading an article That's on nice. Netflix the other day. But they I'm, actually have 40% less content right now than they did a year ago at this time. So what is going on? Well, they, like you said, they are shifting towards original programming. Yeah. I think for two main reasons. One, they're putting out good programming. It, oh, it is good. Yeah. yeah. And with so many different streaming services, they have to separate themselves and make themselves the one that people want. So if they have like a Rocky, mm -hmm. but you can also watch Rocky on Amazon, that doesn't bring Netflix new subscribers. No. The original programming is what does and things that they have that other streaming services don't. So they're pushing their money more towards those than they are picking up the classics that anyone else can get. Yeah. But the only problem is if they're doing that and Amazon's doing that, then where do you go to watch those movies I don't that know. you originally wanted to well, get the streaming that's service what I'm for? To figure out, you go on like Ashley has uh, Apple TV, mm -hmm. but again, you have to rent it. And yeah. then I'll go on my TV and I'll look on demand, and it'll be like, well, HBO has it, but I'm like, I'm not subscribed to HBO, right? So I can't watch it on right. demand. I'm like, what? So I still have to go out and buy the Blu-ray of Independence Day now for I don't know what it's gonna what is it twenty bucks maybe probably. Actually, still, the first Independence Day probably at this point is like fifteen. It's still it's the point of like all these streaming services that had these things now don't have these right. things. Now I have to go out and buy something that I'm really gonna watch once with her. Yeah. I gotta go buy it. The word is that Netflix is going up again to like nine ninety nine a month. What are they now? Are they not nine? Well, um, I don't know. I think they're like eight ninety nine right now. Pays for I it. think they're going oh okay. I think they're going up another buck. My sister has the she pays for Netflix and then I gave her the username and password for the Amazon Prime. Okay. So we just kinda each Sure. Pay for one. I don't know. I, I thought that's what it was, like 10 bucks anyway. Yeah. I mean, maybe those are still, a, those films are still available through the uh, mail service, but the streaming service doesn't have it. Right. Which is frustrating. Right. That, which is probably the case. That was always my biggest problem with Netflix is I, I like a lot of the original streaming programs and I don't necessarily like the movie catalog, but the whole reason I got Netflix to begin with is to get the new releases as soon as possible, which you can only do through disc rental. Oh. So that was one of the big reasons after they split when they first <laughs> that whole quickster debacle. Yeah. Like that's when I originally canceled Netflix. Yeah, I remember you were pissed about that. Yeah. And I never resubscribed. No, no. So what else is out there that for, I know there's like crackle and mm -hmm. I remember I, Howard Stern has mentioned a few of them, but he gets pissed because he's like halfway through the movie, they show you a commercial. Oh, Hulu. Hulu, well, not Hulu just, can be like that another, on occasion. Yeah. Like, so what There's also talk of Netflix getting commercials, of even course. though a recent poll said that 70% of the users would flee if commercials came in because it's not the people don't mind it on Hulu because that's the way the business model was from the beginning. And YouTube now, you every video them. has a 30 second commercial. Yep. Oh, Ooh. it's crazy. But I understand YouTube having the commercials as someone who's been putting out video content on YouTube. Mm hmm. I don't have time to put things out if they can't be monetized. Right. So having that monetization option, it's worth it yeah. for me as a creator. I understand why users would be annoyed by it. I would be really understanding if it was a 30 second commercial before a two minute video. If it's a 30 second commercial before something that's like an hour, like our podcast. Yeah. That whatever. Give up your but 30 seconds for an I'll hour of content. On a, on a thing i don't know what it is I'll, I'll click on a video for where the something is hidden in fallout mm -hmm. and it's a two minute video and there's a 30 second commercial yeah. for another video game before yeah that's like, a little ridiculous right i don't want to watch this right
I don't know. I just I want to watch movies. I don't feel like it's harder to I get them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So and you can't just go to Blockbuster now. No, and Redbox doesn't have any of them. They're just mostly new releases. Exactly. So, so there's no what well, well, you would have to rent through iTunes. Yeah, which I mean, it's not much. Was it four or five bucks? No, it's really not that bad. No, but it's ultimately. still like you got 24 hours with it, and if yep. something happens, like there's been times where we've rented a movie, mm-hmm. and then literally Autumn wakes up, and Ashley's struggling to get Autumn to go back to bed, mm-hmm. and by the time she does, she's like, "I'm exhausted," and right. then we never finish the movie. Right. And I'm like, "What well, the fuck?" Those are the the dangers of having the kids. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm not complete. It's just you know, yeah. It'd be more. It'd be nice if I could just have it available. Yeah. But yeah. I don't know. Maybe, who knows? Maybe another st- service is going to come out that's going to have all the classics. Or or maybe Amazon or uh, Netflix will bring them back after they get through this whole maybe transitional period. of. Well, yeah. They're in a highly new. competitive state right now. Yeah. Yeah. So let's piggyback off that. Commercials and advertising. Yes. It's like the mobile stuff is <laughs> killing me. Yeah. Every time you... You're scrolling through. I'll scroll through an article. So I'm trying to. De- I'm, I'm working on developing a new product. Mm-hmm. So I've been doing a lot of reading and research on the ingredients and then what they do synergistically and how they've been applied to. So basically, if it works, it will stop your body from breaking down muscle. Like, okay. Because it's been used with, believe it or not, cancer patients mm-hmm. and patients who have AIDS, which are two diseases that destroy muscle tissue sure and there's been a mixture of amino acids and stuff in very high doses that proven to be safe that will pretty much it halts the breakdown of muscle okay what does this do to a normal healthy person sure what could this do for somebody going who wants to compete or just doesn't want who doesn't have time to exercise but doesn't want to break down muscle so i'm testing it out on myself Mm -hmm. but in the process of researching all this i'm i open up a site and boom, I get an advertisement that it's a pop up on my phone, and I'm yeah. like, in the middle of reading. And that's the other thing. I'll go to a site, I'm scrolling through, there's nothing, and then boom, advertisement pops up in your face. I'm like, this is obnoxious because I go to hit the X, mm-hmm. and I don't always hit the X right, and then I get linked to the site. Or the worst that's, ones. That's so much harder on <sighs> mobile devices than it is on a computer. Like I, I, I know you're, you're busy and all over the place and using your phone all the time, but. I do so little on my phone that like I, it doesn't impact me as much as it does mm-hmm. the majority of people because I'm usually around a computer, if not my own computer. Right. And uh, I, I do everything on there. Like I never use Facebook on my phone or you have stuff that stops that, though, right? I do. I have ad blockers on my computer, which you can't install on mobile. So I have all I have ways to get around all this right. stuff on my computer. It's one of the reasons that I don't like doing things on my phone because I can't control my experience as much as I can mm-hmm. with my computer. It's really getting obnoxious. The yeah. worst ones are the ones that are – so you're scrolling through. You're reading something or looking at something and the ad is built into, I guess, the page. Mm-hmm. So, But it takes up – you're scrolling through and then there it is. And it, as you try to scroll past you it, push you it. can't. So you push it and yeah. then it opens up a new yeah. web browser page. I'm like, yeah, it takes a couple seconds to – Get rid of it, but still, this is and just it breaks your flow nonstop. Yeah, advertising all the time yep. in your face. It's it's effective. It is, but it's annoying. It's not it effective is. to actually sell the product. It's effective to get you to click it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, that's true too, because I don't think I've ever bought anything that I've clicked on. Right. 
but I, they we gotta Rob, if you could develop <laughs> an app that goes in and is like working in the background yeah. to stop this, I think that you will be set for life. I would be. It's unfortunate that that's beyond my ability oh, levels. God, but. it's just annoying. I mean, you don't deal with it, but next time you're out, search for something on your phone and watch because it's this is ridiculous. Yeah, it's getting worse. It was occasional. Now it's constant, constant advertising. Awful. It is awful. <laughs> Product placement, that's the way it needs to go. Or sponsor posts and stuff like that and just be transparent about mm-hmm. it instead of blatant advertising here and there. Uh, my only freak out this week is related to X-Men Apocalypse. Yeah. Did you see it? I clicked on in the show notes. Okay. You had the Have you seen the movie out of curiosity? Oh, no. By the way, okay. I didn't see that no either. No problem. <laughs> you know how many movies? I didn't see Batman versus Superman. You're not missing anything. I didn't see the X-Men movie. I did okay. see the new Captain America. Uh, oh, yeah. Civil War? Yeah. Oh, that my I God, saw. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so good. But there are so many movies that I just did not see. There are a lot of movies I didn't. I just saw Jungle Book last weekend. Yeah. And it, it was like How was it? two days before it was out of the theater. I like it a lot. Yeah. I think it's better than the original. Mm. But yeah, I enjoy it. It's worth seeing, okay. even though it's probably not in the theater. Oh. It might be around you in one of them, but it, it's on its way out, if not out at this point. Um, but my. Outrage is not with the movie itself, with X-Men Apocalypse. Uh, my outrage is over the outrage of others. So the billboard that we're talking about, and it, you might have seen this online. It was trending here and there for a while. Uh, there was a billboard that had a shot from the movie mm-hmm. where Apocalypse, the villain of the movie, is choking in like a chokehold holding up Mystique. Like you grab by her by the, the throat, throat and lift her off and the ground. And lift her up, yeah, right. Sure. And you just see a close-up of that. That has been done in... Many movies. So many different things. Yes. Uh, and people were complaining, especially feminists, that it promotes violence against women. You know what promotes violence against women? Feminists. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and to say uh, people are on the hunt, like nobody can get authentically offended anymore. People no. are on the hunt for things to get offended by. Do you know that nothing offends me? No, I haven't been offended by anything. And I don't know. I like I can't even tell you ever that anything's offended. I get offended by very few things like after listening to Stern for so long, like most things don't offend me as far as like verbiage goes. The only thing that really gets offensive to me is over usage of racial slurs like they can be used in a crafting comedic way. But most people don't know how. And then some people just use them with pure hate, and that offends me. Right. But but that's my thing, not their thing. They have the right to be hateful and racist, but I can choose to just not pay attention to them. But But to this, this is looking for a problem where there is no problem. Right. This is ridiculous because what they're doing is they're saying that's a male character, that's a female character, he's being violent to her. That's offensive. Way to pull that completely out of context. Right. Because what it really is about is this maniacal, despicable villain that nobody is supposed to emulate mm-hmm. harming the lead, one of the lead heroes of the movie. You have a movie with a lead yeah. female hero and you still found something to complain about. Right. It's just a villain hurting a hero to then attach gender to that is being sexist. Why does gender even have to come into it? 
if that was, let's say, let's say that's Apocalypse holding up Professor X. Mm -hmm. First, there would be no complaints. However, if you then went to that same group and say, did you know that guy's handicapped? Oh, even though you can't see his it. wheelchair. The Special Olympics would be boycotting the movie. Is off the picture, oh, yeah. right. So now we have another problem. Yeah. yeah. But there's always something. But there could be a problem in everything. Exactly. There could be a problem with this show that there's no female co-host. Not for this episode. No. So this we have to make sure there's one all sexist. the time. <laughs> this episode yep. is so sexist. Yep. So uh, it's, with with the outrage, did anything come of it? Yes, unfortunately. Oh, no. So Fox caved and apologized. Which is probably the thing that offends me the most about so this entire Fox situation. Fox and apologized so that they wouldn't lose, what, 10 movie tickets? I guess. I mean, come on. They said, quote, in our enthusiasm to show the villainy of the character of Apocalypse, we didn't immediately recognize the upsetting connotation of this image in print form. Once we realized how insensitive it was, we quickly took steps to remove those materials. We apologized for our actions and would never condone violence against women. Did... The billboard come down right away? I don't know. I'm pretty sure it's down now. Well, it should be down now. Moving right. It out. Right. I guess, like, in one way, they did that. Like, the PR team just went, oh, just shut them up. Just tell them you're sorry and we didn't mean to do Probably. it. Probably. I don't think it was If they went out and authentic. pulled the billboard down, mm -hmm. I would be upset about that. Because oh, I'm that sure they would did. be them really going, okay, okay, we're sorry. I'm they sure they did. They, they, they don't care. They're no. just putting it out the general. Yep, we're sorry. Yeah. Because generally going, well, we're sorry, takes care of things. It shuts them up so that there's no further bullshit. Right. And who's to say, now again, this is even more taking it out of context. Who's to say Mystique is a female in this gender fluid world that we live in? Who's to say a shapeshifter has a gender? <laughs> like... Who's complaining? Right. You can't complain about things that you don't understand. No, they you can't don't. look at something and say that actor's male and that actress is female because you're not paying attention to the world that that image is taking place in. It's nothing to do with no. it, it. Just oh god, it makes me so angry well, because like, they find bullshit with it. You could find something with every every ad yeah every billboard you could i'm sure you could find something wrong. i hate artificial outrage is basically what it is and i hate people that can't separate things they should be offended by by actual non-offensive like just oh I, ah, like it makes me so angry i'm having trouble verbalizing it <laughs> i think <laughs> i feel bad <laughs> i think what with with how connected everybody is now with social media and how mm -hmm. easy it is to make our feelings known. Yeah. Like we need to all pull back and start to live in our own little bubble again mm -hmm. because we're caring about things. So our attention is going towards things that are meaningless, mm -hmm. but we're not focusing on things that should be done. Yeah. Like in our lives. Like, yeah. No, like these people are, are so outraged about a billboard. Mm -hmm. I bet you their households are a mess. Oh, no doubt. Because they're not taking the time to focus on themselves. Outrage and like this. This is ridiculous. Reeks of narcissism. Yeah. What were they trying to get? They're probably trying to get something across. Exactly. Too, like this is not about that's offensive. It's about look at how offended I am. Right. It's about me, 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 me. That bothers Was me. Was this like a group that came out and said, hey, we're the blah, blah, blah association and we're outraged or were like a couple of women who made a stink on social media? It was just general voices online as far as I know. I don't know if there was an official group that said it. I think 
as these things tend to go, one person complains about it and then it snowballs into this whole campaign. And it's not officially one group saying, as a group, we demand an apology or this get taken down. I think it's just people going, wow, wow, wow. They hear someone else complain about it and go, oh, yeah. Urgh. And they could care less half the time. Plus, after they reshare that article and say, oh, this is so offensive, it falls away from their consciousness entirely. And it they didn't even know like whether an apology was there or whether the billboards got taken down. I feel like by Fox turning around and acknowledging them, yeah. it only gives these groups more strength. Yes. Instead of just turning around and Fox either not acknowledging it or literally putting out a thing that said, why do you care? Right. Like... I don't understand. And, and if that one person was like, well, I was a battered spouse of this household. It was male on female violence. And, uh, my husband beat me up. And now that image offends me. That image has nothing to do with your situation. No. Zero. This is a superhero movie. Yes. None of it's real anyway. I know. <laughs> How about the fact that there are two blue people on the screen? Right. <laughs> like, what the hell? How dare you? How could Why you relate that? Why are the Smurfs that? not outraged it's, about this? It's so, it's so ridiculous. It is. But I, I'm, I'm, I'm. Hey, that's the society we live in. It now. is. Everybody's offended by everything. I'm bummed that Fox took the time to even acknowledge them. But that's the kind of apologetic, everyone's allowed to be offended culture we live in right now. Mm-hmm. And it's sad. Okay, moving on before my head explodes. Uh, I have a quick review about X-Men Apocalypse. Yeah. Just a few thoughts on the movie itself. I will say... I haven't read any reviews about it, by the way. Oh, really? No, I haven't done anything. Okay. I will say that out of the First Class trilogy, so First Class, Days of Future Past, and X-Men Apocalypse, it is the worst of the three, which is a bummer. I really like Apocalypse as a villain in the comics. In this, not so much. He was one of those kind of generic villains that really... He had a plan... But it was so convoluted and stupid that you wonder what he was actually trying to accomplish. I mean, his his name is Apocalypse, and they kind of made it his purpose. He's like, yeah. I'm going to burn the world, basically. I'm going to destroy the world. It was the generic villain thing. But it was never like, I'm going to destroy the world because... I don't know. Give me something to relate to. There, there was no good reason because he was it. the first mutant and he was banished or like you just have this hatred for the human race yeah and it was i want to destroy the world and build a better one okay why there was no know. why not really so it was, he was like i just want to build a better world but not it, it was it was not a great reason and he's a major character oh yeah like he's like this was their big this is their thanos mm-hmm. like Oh, yeah. Apocalypse is like one of the primary X-Men villains, aside from like Magneto. Mm-hmm. But Apocalypse is one that isn't like on the fence like Magneto is. He doesn't swing both ways. He's he's fucking evil. He's real evil. He had the horseman in this, of course. He had Magneto, yep. Angel. I'm not spoiling anything because this is all in the trailers. Yep. Uh, Magneto, Angel, who becomes Archangel, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, Psylocke. How was that? How was uh barely in it? Olivia Munn barely in it. She has three lines, I think, and she was so weak, uh, development wise. They made a. I thought in the trailer they made a they made deal. a big deal of her in the trailer, but because it was it was someone who was known by the geek community, and they she's 
in here and there. She's mostly just fighting. I am offended. <laughs> <laughs> She's mostly just fighting in the movie. But as far as speaking lines go, she has like three of them. Well, we didn't need to. She didn't need to talk. No. Uh, oh, yeah. And Storm was the other horseman. But the the motivation, it was. Is it, that true to the comics? No, no, not at so. all. I thought Storm was like good. No, Storm was never a horseman. Okay. Or, or if they have, it was for such a brief, brief yeah. thing. But in the main storylines, no. Uh, Archangel's like the only true horseman yep. in that lineup. That And he actually becomes Archangel by being a horseman. He was Angel before that. Uh, the decision to jump 10 years, because this takes place 10 years after Days of Future Past. This goes from the 70s to the 80s. Right. It says it jumps 10 years, but it feels like everything kind of was in a time suspended bubble within those 10 years. Like things didn't change all that much. Wasn't the first one in the 60s? Yes. Are they just going to go in 10 years? So the next one's supposed to be in the 90s, which I don't know how this is happening, especially when they just cast younger people to play. Wasn't the first X-Men movie the 90s? The first. Well, yeah, but this is a different timeline now. Because the whole time travel thing, so oh, they changed everything. Yeah, it's there's a lot of retconning from yeah. Days of Future Past, and things are all over the place now. Oh boy! So the, supposedly the next movie is going to take place in the 90s. They're going to jump another 10 years. The decision to jump 10 years is one of the biggest problems with this movie, for sure, because you're looking at a huge number of issues that result from that. One of which is that people don't look that different, and it's been 10 years. Yeah, that's a lot of work to age everybody. Yeah, and they they don't they don't try to. No, no, they look the same way they did in the last movie. And then if they jump another ten years, they just cast all these younger people to play, like Cyclops yeah. and Jean Grey and Nightcrawler. And you jump another ten years from the age they're at to another ten years actually would be a physical difference because of how young they are. Sure. You age, your appearance ages a lot faster than it does after you hit like 30 to 40. Yeah. It's not as big a change as 20 to 30. So True. how do you do that? Do you recast the roles? It's such a weird decision. I, don't, and I yeah. don't understand it at all. They could just keep it all set in the 70s or the they 80s. They absolutely could. I don't understand. Or not jump. even address time at all. Yeah. Yeah. Just here are things happening. Yeah. Who needs time? Who Why do we need time? It's a very odd decision. Um, I, they're they're making more? Supposedly. Hmm. I don't know if... Th- people have expressed the desire to come back, but I don't know if they really will. Like, Jennifer Lawrence for a while was like, I'm done with Mystique. And then uh, Fassbender and McAvoy were also like, well, if she's not coming back, we might not either. Yeah. But now Jennifer Lawrence is like, oh, yeah, I absolutely want to do another one. But that's one of my other problems with if the I, movie. We'll give you $25 million. I'm in. Yeah. One of my other problems with the movie, I know this is an alternate timeline now, but I said this too about the trailer for it is it's a very Jennifer Lawrence centric. Yeah. She's kind of like one of the main linchpins of this movie, whereas Mystique has never been a big character. She's always been a henchman. So to have her in like such a lead role. Yeah. Like as she's gotten more popular in Hollywood as the X-Men franchise has continued on, her role has gotten bigger, even though it necessarily should not have it's a weird character because you can't really I, i've never felt like i could grasp onto that character no, anyway no and she's ultimately she's not pure evil or pure good but the mystique we're getting is much more leaning towards good than evil mm-hmm. which doesn't make sense for the right. character so they're making the mistake of not staying true to the comics anymore which 
we learned from other movies and there's is no reason. better too. Like, there's so much material. Yeah. Like you just make movie after movie after movie. Yeah. But there's there's Still, a lot of there's a lot of logic issues with that it. Sucks. Yeah, I mean it's it's a fun movie. It's worth watching, but there's so a few as things. As a whole, is the X Men franchise starting to slip? Like, I, I, is this something like with Spider Man where we're gonna hope that Marvel steps in and goes, we're buying it back? I feel like this one is maybe a misstep, but not enough to like ruin the franchise. It's still decent. They're not the Fantastic Four. No, yet. no, 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 and Good. it's still way better than the Last Stand. Which was the third well, of that, like well, X three? Well, that didn't happen. Remember? Yeah, they erased it, well, that. They actually did. Yeah, so that didn't yeah, happen. Yeah. But yeah, they. It, it's not that bad. But there are some logic issues. Like this isn't really spoiling anything either. When Apocalypse first comes back, he's walking around in uh, a time like he's been lost in time for a while. Not lost in time, but like in hibernation or whatever. Yeah. And he gets woken up. So when he wakes up, he's not familiar with our world at all because it's changed so much. And he throws on like a robe to hide himself and walks around the square in town or whatever. But if he used to walk around in his time as a god, he would walk around and people would worship him and he never hid himself. So why all of a sudden would he start throwing on a robe and hiding himself in public? Yeah. He He would just walk out and be like, worship me. Right. And not hide from anybody. So it was a really strange. And and it's a bunch of things like that that just feel like he woke up with low self-esteem. Yeah. Right. (laughs) What? (laughs) I'm blue and nobody else is. Even though it was like that when I was. Why am I wearing a robe? It was very strange. That's So there's little things like that that are just make me question what they were thinking ultimately. But it's worth watching. I I still enjoyed it. I wouldn't say it's a bad movie. It's just a flawed movie. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. All right. We got a bunch of news. Yeah. And we're already close to an hour at this point. Oh, boy. Yeah. With Supergirl shifting over to the CW, the series will be undergoing some changes, and one of those includes bringing the Man of Steel into the light. Mm. While previously only seen in silhouette or communicating with Kara via text, the CW has officially announced that actor Tyler Hecklin has been cast in the role of Superman. Last seen in Richard Linklater's dramedy, Everybody Wants Some. Hecklin has also appeared in Hall Pass, Solstice, and Teen Wolf. He's also no stranger to comic book adaptations as his breakout role was in Road to Perdition alongside Tom Hanks. Hecklin will appear as Superman in the two-part premiere of Supergirl Season 2. I am very interested in this decision. Yeah? Because it's not the first time we've had Superman on screen and on TV at the same time, especially uh, even outside of the comic book. Or cartoon. This guy would be a good Superman. interpretations. I think he looks. I didn't. I was look good for the role. You were gonna throw a picture. Oh, up on sorry. The screen, so I didn't <laughs> no, he looks. This dude's Superman all day. Yeah, yeah, he looks all fine day. for the part. Uh, at one point, we did have Tom Welling's Smallville, Clark Kent. Yeah. Granted, he wasn't in the Superman costume uh, while Superman Returns with Brandon Routh was in the theaters. So we did have mm-hmm. those things going on at the same point at one time too. I'm wondering if this is a response to the poor reception of Batman v Superman that so many people are seeing Man of Steel and Batman v Superman going I don't I don't recognize that Superman as like that's not Superman that's some other character mm. and I don't know what you've done to him but now let's give the mainstream Is Superman that off now? He's off. Really? Yeah, it's uh-huh. bad. So what if we then have a Superman that's more true to the actual character? in another mainstream thing that's even more frequent 
like that yeah. people can see more often on TV. So they're loosening the reins a little bit. And I like that. If they're really going to create the separation between the TV universe and the film universe, let them create that separation. Don't say we're going to be separate, but you can only play with so many characters. Yeah. Like if we have two flashes, let us have two Superman. Let us have two Batman. I want a TV Batman. Why not? Mm. I like it. I'm happy to see it. Plus, it's weird to always see the character like always backlit and like they're right. them dancing around it. I don't like that. Just put them in there. And they are, <laughs> which is good. They're listening. Back in March, Supergirl executive producer Greg Berlanti revealed that they wanted to have former Wonder Woman herself, Linda Carter, play a role on the series. Now, Warner Brothers and the CW have confirmed that Carter has been cast on Supergirl in a recurring role as the President of the United States. Hmm. Cool. I can see it. And I love when they fold in other people from other comic properties. That's cool. It's like a family. <laughs> so just keep bringing them back. Following last month's departure of director Seth Graham Smith, Warner Brothers Pictures' The Flash movie has found a new helmer to take the seat in dope director Rick Famuyiwa. Famu Famuyiwa. Yiwa. I can't say it. That's a tough one. Uh, and I'm not saying dope as in an adjective. The yeah. movie he directed was dope. dope. Yeah. Yeah. So they have a new director. Okay. Yeah. Which I think going from the guy who did Ampri uh, Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter to a guy who did Dope is a totally different tone, but maybe that's just me. <laughs> but, yeah. Slightly different. Uh, <laughs> yeah. A the little Flash bit. should be a little more fun. I guess. Yeah. Uh, this is an interesting one. Uh, last year. Last year. Yeah. Kevin Smith first announced that he was developing a sequel to Mall Rats, right. even going as far as showing off the mall they were going to blow up in photos of all the returning cast members on social media. Mm -hmm. Since then, news on the sequel had gone dark and fans have been wondering when we'd get another update. Recently, Smith broke the news on a Philadelphia radio show that following his recent experience directing an episode of The Flash, he now wants to turn the planned Mall Rats sequel into a 10-episode TV series. Then, at a recent recording of his Hollywood Babylon podcast in Boston, at which I was in attendance, Smith assured the crowd that the move to TV wouldn't result in watering down the content as they'd search for a home that properly suited the series. In his most recent update on social media, Smith announced that his deal with Universal Entertainment has closed and they will begin pitching the series to networks this August. I am hesitantly excited about this. Yeah. Uh, I I'm still super thrilled that a sequel to Mallrats is happening. It's one of my favorite movies. It's definitely my favorite Kevin Smith movie and one of my favorite comedies like of all time. I was very excited for a sequel. There's something nice about a movie where you watch it. It's a full story and it's yeah. done. Oh, that's that's a movie, which is still the plan with the series. It's just instead of an hour and a half to two hours, they get 10 hours, yeah, 10 hours. to explore whatever story it could they be have really here. good it could be yeah. really bad or actually i think uh i think it's going to be in half hour chunks oh so it's five so hours. i think it's roughly five hours but it's still twice as much time and the entire cast is still returning the one thing and it is the fear that he tried to alleviate in boston but uh if they don't end up on a network that allows them to do what they want to do and be as filthy and profane yeah. and whatever then it is going to be a problem for me but if it is if it is something like a streaming service or a cable channel where they can do or say whatever they want, yeah, then I'm okay. With I that. I can't. Uh, where what channel is that comic book man on AMC? AMC. 
I wouldn't be shocked if AMC doesn't pick it up. I wouldn't be surprised, or but I Netflix think that's still or Amazon turn around and go, oh yeah. let's let's grab I think this. AMC still limits them though. Like no, they can't they do shit in the walking dead. But they can't do like nudity, which yeah. there were some jokes in Mall Rats that involved I, that. I think you're gonna see him on a streaming service. Yeah. I, I think, think it has to be somewhere where he can do whatever he wants. Yeah. yeah. And I don't if think that happens, he's not gonna allow his creativity to be uh squandered no. at this point. I would hope not. I would hope not. It's Kevin, no, it's Kevin Smith. He does his own thing. Right. If At this point in his career, he's going to listen to them. Right. No, he'll end up somewhere where he can do it. Or he'll just make something on his own and sell it afterwards. Yeah. Because that's what he does. Helen Mirren has talked previously about wanting to be a part of the Fast and Furious franchise, surprisingly. And now the actress has confirmed that she has joined the cast of Fast 8. When asked if she is a fan of cars, the actress replied, quote, well, yes, I've always rather loved driving, I said. I'll be in it, but only if I'm allowed to drive if I do drive in it. But we'll see. We'll see how it transpires. Film is a wonderful thing, and it can be so many different things. I don't want to turn my back on any of the different ways movies can be. I love the movies. I love going to the films. I like very serious films. I love foreign films. And I love big, fun movies as long as they're well-made and they've got good scripts. That's the most important thing. I'm surprised to see that Helen Mirren will be in a Fast and Furious movie. However, I like her attitude. Why, why don't I know who this girl is? Helen Mirren? She's like, she's been, she's like a legend. She's been around a long time. She's an Hmm. older woman at this point, but she's been around. uh, How about remember Red? Oh, her. Yeah. Oh, I like this lady. It's not someone who you would think would be in Fast and Furious. But that's going to make it awesome. Yeah. And I love that she has the (laughs) attitude. Old people blowing stuff up is awesome. (laughs) I love the attitude of like, (laughs) why can't I do a fun movie? Yeah. Just to have fun and be ridiculous. That's great. They with they have to do something different. Oh, with totally. This new movie. I would think so. If they're gonna keep this franchise going, and Charlize Theron is the villain, that's cool. Yeah, and Jason Statham's still in it. The Rock is still in the it. The Rock. They're all over. The, the Rock place. is in every other movie <laughs> that really comes is. out now. It's so ridiculous, but yeah, I is. don't know. It's making my viewing very difficult. <laughs> so many things to watch, and he just started a YouTube channel too. He did. He did. It's like launching, launching officially in like next month, I think. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, Speaking of people who you wouldn't think doing certain roles just for the fun of it, it seems. Breaking Bad star Brian Cranston recently took to Twitter to reveal that he'll be playing Zordon in the upcoming Power Rangers movie. That's odd. Brian Cranston playing Zordon. In the first iteration of the show, Zordon was essentially a holographic head in a big glass tube. There's no word yet whether that will change or remain the same for the film reboot, but based on Elizabeth Banks' version of Rita Repulsa, there will no doubt be some sort of tweaking. Mm. Not twerking, because that would be even more ridiculous, yeah, well, but tweaking, no, well, yes. Brian Cranston twerking. It's it's such an odd decision. What a waste of talent. But if hey. he just wants to do it and have some fun, I mean, more power to him. But I feel like he's not really going to be able to stretch his acting chops at this one. No. He's a head in a tube. Yep. <laughs> well maybe he's just tired of basically voice acting at this point yeah yeah and so. maybe it's just for his kids maybe that happens financing and production company alcon entertainment has secured exclusive rights to produce animated theatrical motion pictures based on the iconic comic strip garfield yeah. alcon acquired the rights from the creator of the garfield comic series and brand jim davis who will also serve as an executive producer Alcon's goal is to build a franchise of fully CG animated Garfield feature films. Quote, I've been so impressed with the quality of animation and storytelling coming out of Hollywood as of late, said Jim Davis. 
I can't wait to get into production with the terrific team Alcon has assembled. I am very excited about this because I'm a huge Garfield fan. Yeah, Garfield's great. Uh, I was not a big fan of the CGI no. live-action hybrid movies, so to hear that they are doing full CG animated stuff is great. I would complain that the animation is not going to be 2D, but I understand that we're living in modern times now, and I also see uh, saw how well they did with the Peanuts yeah, movie as far as the that. animation in that. That was great. So I think I've watched the Peanuts movie now about 50 times. Really? Autumn only wants to wow. it. It's like Peanuts, Peanuts, Peanuts. Like, I yes. finally saw it and it, I actually Fantastic. found it kind of dull. But Oh, yeah? Yeah, I had I a hard time it. focusing on it. Huh. I kept like getting my attention pulled away for other things. Not because I necessarily wanted to do other things. I just was not invested in the movie no. at all, unfortunately. But uh, the animation was impressive. Right. So if they are mimicking that kind of style with a Garfield, I'm totally down for that. Several actors and actresses have recently been announced to join the cast of the CW's Arrow for its upcoming fifth season. Former Walking Dead star Chad L. Coleman has been cast in the recurring role of Tobias Church. The character is reportedly described as an imposing gangster looking to unite the various criminal enterprises in Star City under his own singular command. Fans may know Coleman mostly for his role in The Walking Dead as Tyrese, though he previously gained notoriety as Dennis Cuddy Wise on HBO's The Wire. Tyrese, good? That was I a good know. character. Okay. Yeah, it was, it was in for like a I, I know nothing of so. these things. Half so. Season and a half. Yeah, it was a good character. Cool. The guy's cool. He's yeah. just a big dude. Oh. I'm sure it'll be great then. Yeah. <laughs> Madison McLaughlin will reprise her previous role in the series of Evelyn Sharp who was last seen impersonating Black Canary. The character will now be seen in a multi-episode arc in the persona of the young archer Artemis. In the source material, Artemis was the daughter of Golden Age comic book villains Tigress and Sportsmaster and would follow in her parents' footsteps as a supervillain. Most fans may know her best from the animated series Young Justice, in which she was a heroic member of the team but still retained her dark past. So we've seen her in both villainous roles and in heroic roles, so uh, I kind of like that. She'll be coming in in a gray area, and mm -hmm. we don't know what she's going to be yet. And I hope they kind of play with that a little bit, but we'll see. Yep. Chicago PD star Josh Segarra is set to play the vigilante known appropriately as Vigilante. Vigilante made his comic book debut in 1983's New Teen Titans Annual Number no. 2. Adrian Chase, a New York City district attorney, was driven to become the masked anti-hero after his family was killed by crime lords. Although Vigilante initially had plans to use non-lethal force to keep crime in check, Chase's mental health began to deteriorate over the years, and feeling responsible for the death of a police officer, he began to take on a significantly more violent persona. Sounds like a Batman that went over the edge of it. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, a bunch of new cast members and bringing in much more of the DC Universe into Arrow, which is cool, because this is one of four shows on the yeah. DCW, as we're yeah, going to no call kidding, them from right? now on. They have a DC show on every night except for Friday going into the fall. Wow. Yeah. IDW Entertainment has announced that Lock and Key is being developed as a television series with author creator Joe Hill set to write the pilot and serve as an executive producer on the series. Lock and Key tells the story of the Lock family and their journey into Key House, an unlikely New England mansion with fantastic doors that transform all who dare to walk through them and home to a hate-filled and relentless creature that will not rest until it forces open the most terrible door of them all. Lock and Key was previously in development for television at Fox, and was even, given, uh, was even given a series order, but never went forward after the pilot was produced. 
So there's a pilot out there somewhere for the original version of Lock and Key, and nobody's been able to get their hands on it, unfortunately. Because the reviews of it were good. Yeah. And they just never decided to go forward with it. I'm not familiar with this at all. Sounds like kind of a story you would dig, though. I think there is a bit of a horror element to it. Then I will like it. Yeah. Sci-fi has greenlit a pilot for Krypton, the Superman prequel series set two generations before the destruction of the Man of Steel's home planet. Mm. Krypton will follow Kal-El's grandfather, whose House of El was ostracized and shamed as he fights to redeem his family honor and save his beloved world from chaos. I I do not care about this at all. I understand it's something fresh, but we haven't seen anything more than just the planet blowing up. Yeah. But... And then little mm-hmm. snippets of Krypton and media here and there. But it's not even Jarrell, It's his dad. So it's two generations removed. That we know nothing about. Most and we know world. nothing about, which gives them freedom to play around with whatever they want. But what's the point? Like, we're on Krypton. Yeah. Nobody has powers because... Everybody, yeah. It was Krypton. It was the Red Sun. So they didn't have anything to do that. Uh... And again, it suffers the same problem as prequels do. We know what's going to happen. World's going to blow up. I don't know. I just. I don't. They're just searching. Why don't they just make a new TV series with Superman? Then I I, I don't know. I just don't get the appeal of this. Or just stop altogether. (laughs) I don't know who this is for. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, you're right. You just look at you. Go. This is a waste. Yeah. They'll do a season and then it's that's going to be it. Maybe. If they even get that far, we'll see. They ordered a pilot. We don't have a series order yet. So, Uh, Fathom Uh, Events is teaming up with Warner Brothers Animation mm. and DC Entertainment to bring the acclaimed graphic novel-turned-film Batman The Killing Joke to select cinemas nationwide for one night only on Monday, July 25th, 2016. The R-rated animated film will screen at 7.30 p.m. and 10 p.m. local time at theaters, which is awesome. You're going to go see it? Well, here's the thing. Mm. <laughs> uh, A, that is the morning that I return oh, right. from San Diego. So my my day might be get home, pass out, wake up, go see Batman the Killing Joke. Or go back to sleep. <laughs> go back to sleep. Or the other thing that could happen is uh, on the Friday night of San Diego Comic-Con, they are doing a screening. Oh, a Batman, yeah, the killing so joke. So that. if we make it to that, then I don't need to go that Monday. Um, but maybe still <laughs> I might still go like the the thing is the fact that they're doing two showings, yeah. which is great. And the fact that I'm getting back so early in the morning that I actually can like recuperate and then still be able to like go yeah. out and do something. If it was early, there's no way I'd be able to make it. I tried going to the movies on the day I got back last year and I yeah. passed out. Yeah. Um and it'll be fun to see it in a theater. It will be. I mean I'll I'll be seeing it with people at Comic Con, so you can't get a it better crowd than that. Yeah. But uh if you if you want to go when I get back, uh I don't know if this appeals to you, but I don't think I would go by myself if I already saw it. Yeah, let's see where it's playing. Yeah. It should be Kind of all over, I imagine, but we'll take a look. Okay. Godzilla 2, originally planned for release on June 8th, 2018, will now arrive nine months later on March. I know. That makes me sad. (laughs) On March 22nd, 2019. Well, that was the problem with the Matthew Broderick Godzilla movie. Remember, she was pregnant. Mm. 
Uh, on March 22nd, 2019, Godzilla vs. Kong will then follow on March 29th, 2020. So those will be pretty much back-to-back year-wise. Following the schedule shift, it's being reported that director Gareth Edwards has now left the film to pursue his own original projects. So he was probably in the hopes of doing something and then was like, okay, I'm going to do Star Wars. Mm -hmm. Then I'm going to do, I think, Rogue One. Yeah, Rogue One is Gareth Edwards. Uh, So he did that and he was probably like, then I'll do Godzilla. Then I'll do something else and something new. And then they push Godzilla and he's like, oh, crap. Well, I just want to do my own thing now. I don't want to wait that long. Yeah. So that's what I assume happened. I'm going to get my big blockbuster with Star Wars. Right. I'm going to do my own thing. Right. Yeah. Like how I, I can understand why a director who just wants to focus on like doing different things would not mm-hmm. want to keep redoing franchise I just, I just really hope that Godzilla that we went and It was saw so good. was so good that. I know. It makes I'm me a little sad that he's leaving. Because of the format was just so good. Yeah. And, uh, I enjoyed it I just, a lot. I hope that. And Godzilla has to beat King Kong. By the way, so. <laughs> by the way there's no way Kong's winning that. No, Kong can't even get close to him. He's like, fire, done. Yeah. Or whatever. Atomic breath. Atomic breath. And lastly, Wentworth Miller will no longer be a series regular on DC's Legends of Tomorrow, mm-hmm. starting with the show's second season. Instead, he'll fluctuate between all of the CW shows as Leonard Snart, a.k.a. Captain Cold. By the way, Leonard Snart, one of the worst character names in history. Leonard Snart. I like it. <laughs> well, it's like, we need an alternative to Tony Stark. <laughs> Leonard Snart. Leonard Snart. Uh, executive producer Greg like Berlanti it. said of the new deal, quote, we always knew that he wouldn't be a permanent member of the Wave Rider. We also knew we loved him on the show and all the shows, Flash as well. He won't be a part of the team in Legends on board of the Wave Rider next year, but he will have a very active role on the show. The new deal with Warner Brothers TV is the first for an actor to play one character across multiple shows, but may not be the last, especially now that they're all on the same network mm-hmm. going forward. Big things. Yeah. Big things. I, DC's nailing it with the TV stuff. They are. They have a really strong TV universe right now. They should just take the TV universe and make it into a movie at some point. And then, oh, wow, look at that. Hey, look at that. They have a franchise. Uh, I'm not a huge fan of Legends of Tomorrow so far. I've I don't seen, know anything about it. I've seen maybe half the first season, and I have a hard time like getting myself to want to watch yeah. more, which for a thing with so many superheroes in it, I should be really excited to watch, but it's it's not great. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of... I, I think that's a show that I suffer from being too big of a comic book fan for. Okay. Because I see instances where they're purposely depowering people or ignoring certain things or... Yeah. There's there's some big missteps just for a comic book fan, but it's working. So good for them. Uh, that's it for this week. So final thought or something you would like to plug. Oh, God. Uh, follow me. Just follow me on Instagram. It's uh, Mike oh, from shit. the gym. Mike from the gym. God, I have so many. I have to remember. At Mike from the gym. At, at Westerly Fitness. Yeah. Well, if you follow me at Mike from the gym. Okay. You'll, you'll see you'll, the other stuff. Yeah, you'll see the other stuff. Cool. So that's it. Just <laughs> follow me on there. And post <laughs> and good stuff too yeah yeah uh, i do see, i'm trying to post good stuff <laughs> to see everything else we do head on over to thegeekgeneration.com if you use itunes please rate the show and write a review we always appreciate those you can like us at facebook.com slash thegeekgeneration and follow at geekgeneration on twitter you can watch live podcasts and gaming at twitch.tv slash thegeekgeneration you can follow me on twitter and instagram at the night angel support the show by going to thegeekgeneration.com slash support you can send emails to podcast at thegeekgeneration.com. 
And as always, the show theme is provided by Machine Supremacy. Link to their site can also be found on our site. We'll be back real soon with more geeky stuff for you, and we will see you then. Later. See ya. Make it so.